Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Now renamed Suplex the Sticks the Sticks in honor of PUBG. <laughs> and BG. Forrest. PUBG BG. Yes, right, PUBG yeah. BG. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a real giant brain maneuver to name your game uh, Players Unknown, Player Unknown not to, Battlegrounds. Not to rename. Battlegrounds. To, to, to take your name from Player Unknown Battleground to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. This is a choice that they made after already having a good name that everyone knew. A, a marketing team sat down, looked at DC Comics, which stands for Detective Comics Comics, and said, "Let's yeah. do something like that." Yeah, let's 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 ape that style. <sighs> I mean, it know. makes perfect sense. I mean, at least I don't play PUBG, so PUBG BG now. Yeah. Uh, formerly PUBG. Uh, the Battle Royale, formerly known as PUBG. Um, can't wait for Fortnite to have some sort of uh, appendicized version of it that's only a night mode called Fortnite Night. Uh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like you should. Or... Uh, a an an exclusive two week event called Fortnite Fortnite. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I wish I wish I could report on what the Air Ariana Grande concert was like, but I had no clue. I didn't take part in it. So sorry everyone. Um I was doing other things. Better things. Good. Uh, sure like playing ha- Halo 5 multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, everyone. Yeah. I played Halo 5 multiplayer this past week. <laughs> the groundbreaking. <laughs> Better than the Ariana Grande Fortnite concert. You know, arguably, that a lot of stuff could be true there. That's better than that. Uh, but... I, I won't go too far into it. We just <laughs> Forrest and I and a couple other friends played like five hours of Halo Five multiplayer this past weekend, and it was a grand old time. Yeah, uh, you know, Swat's Halo good. Five multiplayer would be a better Jeopardy host than Mike Richards. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, there's that's a low bar. Um, so that's for all we the all Jeopardy news follower fans. Yeah. Yeah. I I've been watching that closely. Um just don't replace my like the Jeopardy games I have. Don't go in and patch this guy in. <laughs> just keep you know the f- facsimile of, of Alex of Alex in there. Uh We all experienced, well, Forrest and I watched an anime that Seth has played. That Seth has played and watched. Yes. And this is, we're going... Yeah. None of us played any video games. So we're going to talk about anime today. <laughs> Sorry. So, this is... We, we... Well, you played it. And I have questions about the experience yes, of playing it. That is true. It. So it's, it's, it's valid. Um, we can... We can... Yeah. There's a direction so we can go here that makes sense. We... Forrest and I, Forrest at the behest of me telling him, you have to watch this 12-episode anime With before we record. two-day notice. <laughs> to be fair, I watched it 
in two days. <laughs> well, I have two now. Yeah. Uh, I watched it in, I, in 12 weeks. Yeah, because you watched episode by episode. Yes. Um, I, like when but it was I, also, I also knew what the plot was, so it wasn't... I wasn't uh, hang, hanging on the, 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 the threads. Right. So we watched The World Ends With You, the animation, uh, which we've talked about on the show before when trailers were coming out and stuff like that. I think when it uh, first premiered. Yeah. And we also talked about... Um, Seth had talked about it a little bit before, and the Neo, The World Ends With You, Seth talked about that last week. I actually bought that game this weekend um, because as soon as I finished the anime, actually like two episodes in, I'm like, no, this is going to be me. Like, this is me now. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) sorry. um, Do you see Nekuu and you literally go, he's literally me. (laughs) Um, Like, literally, I was, I actually had started to... um, put progress into Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. And then like two episodes into the anime, I'm like, sorry, this is getting put to the side. I've got to keep this vibe in my life. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would get that from that game, though. That's chock full of angsty teens. You would get that from Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, but I don't think... It's also very anime. But it's not going to have like the music and the... The music like, in that the game is Oh, really? Okay. Well, right. good. It's, it, it's, it'll it's keep... of course, it's different than what the music in... Uh, the music in CyberSuit slaps for video game music, but the music in The World Ends With You is not really video game music. Right. It's just music that happens to be in a video yeah. game, and it slaps. Well, it's or like normal music filtered through... It's like, what if we took music and made it sound like it belongs in a video game but it's just music it's it's hard to describe um but it does so, slap also so and this freaking spotify now sorry i keep interrupting it is you, but yeah no it's on spotify as of today um god bless that's very exciting yes because literally on monday i was like i need i need to listen to this music outside of the show like i need to experience it um because the battles in the show are, I imagine, not as long as the battles in the game, so you don't get as much of the trek, um, yes. and you don't get it repeated as much. So yep. I, I like wanted to immerse myself with more of the music, and so I looked, and I was like, because Square Enix did that thing a couple months ago where they kind of just dumped a ton of music on Spotify, Yep, and they just hadn't yet with The World Ends With You until today. So, um, I just was in meetings all day today, so of course I didn't get to listen to the music. <laughs> um, but the the anime has like permeated my soul. Like it's it's like all I've thought about, and I frustratingly because of adult stuff uh, have not had time to put a lot of effort into playing the game yet. I'm still in like the first week. Um, I've played a couple battles and stuff, so I've got an idea of the combat system, and I like it. Uh, and I have experience with this world a little bit, because uh, if you go back and listen, I played the touchscreen version, uh, and I hated it. But I really tried. I like, I really, that game wore out, I, I gave it all the shot I could. Um, 
but this show really grabbed me. And I, so what was some of your favorite stuff, Forrest? Like, I, do you have a favorite character? I, yeah, I, I'd probably say Beat is my favorite character. Oh, yeah. I, Punk Skater Boy uh, is very much in my wheelhouse. Um, but also, like, just when when you meet the character, he does feel very one-dimensional. But, like, just everything that he goes through and, like, why he does what he does, um, especially during the second loop. The second um, week. The second week, yeah. yeah. Um, like, just all of that really elevated him for me. And then what he does in the third week, I, I like him a lot. <laughs> so, so I guess we should lay out a little bit what The World Ends With You is, because I don't know if we have before. Um, it's uh, these kids or people that have passed away and they're playing the Reaper's game to have a chance to come back to life. Yep. And you have to do a task every day. For seven days. Um, It takes place in uh, a a sort of... It takes place in Shibuya in Japan, but on kind of like an alternate plane of existence that they call the underground. Yes. Where the players can still see the people who are actually alive walking around um, and can also read their thoughts and stuff, but they can't, like, interact with anyone outside of specific stores and... Um, food places. Yeah, yeah. So that that's was the word. That's the word. I'm yeah, there's some of the food places. Um, <laughs> so, so like, I did have some questions. So, like, um, you know, you've got these characters, and you can only do battles if you're partnered up with someone. Um, so you create. Um, I forget a pact. the word. A, a pact. pact. Yes, yep. I was. I was going to say partnership. I knew it was a p word. Um, so you create a pact with someone, and each week the the main character Neku makes a pact with a different character, which I was not um, expecting. Yeah, that was so. As someone that quit the game within the first week <laughs> of the the first game, I just thought he was going to be with Shiki the whole time. Yeah, and that's not what happens at all. Um, well, look the one of the the key things about the story of the game is that it's only supposed to last the week and right then exactly you you win the game and they kind of disqualify neku on a technicality and he wakes up again and you have to do it again and you're like what wait a minute what the heck um, the entirety of that story is just neku keeps getting screwed over by the powers yeah, that and be it's, so they they presented this stuff a little bit more directly in the show than they did in the game. Because um, there, there are more moments in the game where, like, you wake up the next at the beginning of the next day of the week. Um, and then as you go through that day, it gives you context about what happened at the end of the previous day. Um, and so they kind of they change some stuff up. But that happens at the beginning of the second week. Um, that it after you 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 like beat it's not immediately after you beat the boss of the week um but it does like you you get to a screen where you're celebrating your victory and then you like wake up the next day and you're like wait a minute what the heck is going on um and then it's sort of in that first day you neku recalls um the events of of the 
technicality and, and why you have to go again. Oh, so it's not as like straightforward uh, an actual Cr- break. Right. The, there okay. that that scene um with what's his face with the glasses, it doesn't happen at the same time in the same place that it happens. So it does not happen right after the battle. Um it it happens later in an, I, in the first day of the week of the I second see. week. Um so I guess I I had some questions because this, uh, like we said, it's an anime uh, retelling of the game. So, like, was there a lot of, like, how do you put it? Like a like smoothing of the story? Like, like that stuff that you just mentioned. Um, like, it, it makes sense that they would change the story up to do that. Yeah. But uh, did they... Especially- with the way like they because the the way that the 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 days in the in the game are placed throughout the show um they they and i think that moment happens like in the middle of an episode or something um where it gets sent back to the beginning um so yeah there it is sort of the way things are laid out is a little different to to provide some to make it like a a more even through line for you to sort of tell what is going on um rather than uh keeping all of trying to replicate all of those moments of surprise from the game right and there i mean and there's some stuff that's changed a lot like in the first week um there was the the uh, the director, or rather the the game master that week. Um, I forget what his name is. Um, uh, he, Higa- he's, Higashizawa. He's much, yeah, yeah, Higashizawa. He's a much more prominent character in the game. Like he yeah. shows up to harass Neku and Shiki a bunch of times, um, and he like directly. Um, is he's sort of the 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 thing that influences Shiki's character arc in the first one um mm. and her, huh. her whole her whole struggle with like um her, her self-image and and stuff like that is sort of played off of him rather than just her having sort of realizations about herself to Neku He's That's weird. interesting. He's, yeah, he he talks about how he wants to eat her greed or something like that. It's it's very he's a he's a weird dude. And honestly, they didn't lose a whole lot by keeping him out because he's just a strange character. Um, well, it it seems like they they instead gave the harassing then to the two reapers. smaller time reapers, yeah. the Uzuki oh, no, and they, Kuki. Uh, yeah, they um, well they do that in the game. They're, they're sh- they show up all the time in the game to, to okay. make trouble. So they they were pretty... Um, it was interesting seeing them, like, seeing the stuff, because they're, I think they're, they're given more characterization in the show uh, just through, like, being fully animated and having more lines. Um, right. Yeah. And so one thing must be noted is that the... So the DS game didn't have 
a lot of voice acting, but it had some. Um, and so changing from the, the Japanese to the, um, to the English, vo- or rather, I guess in my case, going from the English voices to the Japanese, like there is, even in just the way that those actors do the characters, changes. Um, like even in those small bits that you hear, it changes the, the characterization of them. Um, like uh, Joshua is one who's way different um, of a character in the show. Um, and I don't know how much of that is to writing his character different or how much like the the voice voicing played a part because his his voice actor like he's really great and and that every line that is delivered uh in the DS is so it's just so like condescending um mm-hmm. and it's so annoying <laughs> that i mean it, in a in a good way um and in the show I, I think he's he's a bit more softened out um and he's a lot less directly antagonistic to Neku, um, which was one of the things I, that I found to be the most interesting. Like that they just were a little softer on Neku in general, or? Well, just that they changed, um, because like his whole, his whole thing in, and uh, Neku is, is a bit different in the show. Um, I think in the first week, in the show, he opens up a lot more quickly. Like his whole thing, his his whole arc in the game, and in the show is sort of he's brought to the underground, and he basically d- he doesn't want to become involved with anyone um, because he doesn't he he views the world like through a very focused uh, lens. Right. And he doesn't think that other people can like provide any kind of greater fulfillment in the world to him, um, and so he doesn't want to be involved. Uh, and that's sort of in the first week in the game, he basically, until right at the end, he doesn't really want to um, communicate with Shiki at all. And I think he. I think he, he sort of that shell is broken a little bit quicker in in the show. Yeah, um, yeah. He he becomes really not really open, but um, cooperative with Shiki a lot faster. And and then the second week comes, and Joshua is there. Like his his whole purpose is to try and on the one hand, maybe he's testing Neku, but. It, his what he appears to be doing is trying to directly um, undo the the character development that he had in the first week, and so like everything in the game that like all the things he say is trying, he's always like trying to challenge the this the new um, the the sort of expanding worldview that Neku has had after his experience with Shiki and right and as a result of having like his actions sort of having a direct result on on her and him him having to work to save her in the second week um and i and in in the show at least to me he w- it, he wasn't doing that like he wasn't he was sort of 
he was more aloof than antagonistic to Neku, and certainly yeah. like yeah. he he wasn't doing anything. Like he 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 wasn't providing the the most help that he could. Um, but yeah, in the game, it was more like that. Th- he was specifically doing things to unnerve Neku, uh, and in the show, it's more like. He doesn't really. It's more like he doesn't really. He just doesn't care what Neku wants, and he's just kind of doing his own thing. <laughs> he. So let me note that Joshua in the in the anime, I like you said probably probably not so much in the game, uh, gives big uh, Kawaru vibes. If you have watched Neon Genesis Evangelion, where. He's like this kind of character that the main character gets really attached to, and then uh, they become something that you don't necessarily think they were. Um, so that's that's at least the the vibes I got, as especially because the main character comes to care about them a lot. Um, but the the game that Joshua and Neku were in uh, was so fascinating to me, and. Uh, that's where actually my my main favorite character came from. Yeah. Uh, yes, because Minami Moto's is it show? Absolute, yeah, show Minami yeah, Moto's. He's, he's, the, absolute, he's the best character in the game. He's an absolute he the game master for that. Yeah, he's oh, the math madman. Like him? What? I I didn't. I don't know. I I felt like there was a <laughs> like. I just didn't like the way he he spoke. I guess he, he, I mean it, it's fine. It, I, it, like also, oh god, what's that one word that he called everybody? Um, hectopascal. Hectopascals. Yeah, like I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's <laughs> a math this? term. I, yeah, but like, oh, he's a man. he's a weird artsy math boy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He it's just so builds great. piles of junk and and. Makes he got he got a taboo bit noise more, everywhere. Uh, yeah, he got a bit more elaboration in the show. Um, really? Huh. Yeah, like they didn't. The whole thing about um, the his reviving, like it it wasn't in the game proper. It was kind of it it was in like hidden files that you could find. Uh, he just kind of shows up at the end of the game, and you're like, wait I a minute, see. this dude's supposed to be dead. Um, so yeah, can show you is great. I, I love him. Um, he it, he's so fun to fight because he has these voice lines that, uh, like, the classic one is him yelling "So Zeta slow" every time, like you miss an attack, and it happens so many. I, I was disappointed that he didn't say it uh, as all that much in the show. I would be yeah. so go, annoyed. Go like. <laughs> You should go listen to like a YouTube clip of all of his just bizarre voice lines. Um, I need to ask you something about this the game besides the the um, weird summoning of the rogue noise or what 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 were they called? I uh, taboo noise. The taboo noise. Um, but what? Um, so Joshua uses this like eventually during their game he starts using this insane power 
Um, Which is very reminiscent of a power that Roxas and Kingdom Hearts has. But, like, how did that <laughs> mm. translate in the video game? Because he just um, starts melting yes. all the enemies. Yes. Like, how does that work in the game? Did you just start blowing it's through battles? So, or? no. It's mostly... I think he does get, like, a stat boost after that. Um, okay. It was also interesting. So, like, at the beginning of the week... He attacks, like, throwing just junk around that's on the street using telekinesis. Um, like, that's that's what his his psych is um, in the show. In the game, he does the same thing, but at the beginning, he, like, uses his phone to do the telekinesis. Um, and so, like, all his, his animations aren't like him, like, swinging his arms around. It's just like him playing on his flip phone. Oh, um, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Ugh. And and I and I guess it probably didn't translate as well because they use smartphones, um, right? But it's a different time, right? Um, so yeah, he's actually doing like the telekinesis in the game. What it was is like it. it there is a moment I think that you get into a battle, um, and it's sort of scripted that you you can't do any damage. Um, and like there's a bunch of noise that are coming and it's and it's just like um and there's just a scripted moment where he he destroys everything and then after that his attacks are no longer um the telekinesis but they're like the the giant lasers from the sky um, yeah. but i like i think he does get stronger but i'm not 100% sure on that um yeah so yeah he he doesn't become like this unstoppable machine uh, you just become able to like damage the whatever, like the enemies, right? Um, and then I guess my other question is in the third game. So they, so in the in the story, they they go into the third game and Beat and Neku team up uh, because Beat renounces being a Reaper. Uh, which was a very awesome plot point. Yes, and that's what elevated him for um, me. But, like, how did the gameplay work out with this? So in the third game, they're given... uh, Let me look up the name of the Game Master. Because I also think she was very interesting. um, Even though she doesn't have too much characterization. Um, Let's see. Because she kind of, like... The the Game Master... In the first game, you end up... uh, it's not scanning, but you can, like, influence people. Could you do that in the game? Was that part of the game, yeah. Seth? Um, okay. Yeah, there were moments that you had to do that where you had to use memes to influence people. So you, like, influenced a guy to give out these pins that end up superpowering people. So, okay, um, that was a moment that was way different in the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, so you have to help this dude. There, there was, there's like a whole character arc, um, and like in the game, there are a lot of more minor characters that um, you get to know um, that they just couldn't really fit into the the time slot. So yeah, in right in that that um, first week, or is, yeah, it's that first week that you you have a, a task where you're supposed to raise a certain brand to like the top um well the 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 mission is to like command the the view at 104 
or uh, or the, the scramble crossing or something. Right. And basically, what you have to do that is like there's a there's this whole mechanic in in the game which doesn't appear to be in Neo, which is interesting. Um, that all pins and all clothes are tied to diff- these these thirteen brands that are all. Um, all each of the thirteen is sort of like a, one of the animals of the Chinese zodiac. Oh, um, okay. And each little like district, each sort of area in Shibuya that you go to will have its own like popularity chart. And so the brands that are like highest on the popularity when you wear those clothes and use those pins, they're they will have like stat bonuses. And when you are wearing um, the clothes and the pins of the ones that are lowest, you will have, like, uh, um, it will make your stats go lower. Um, and by, like, fighting in battles while wearing the clothes and pins, it will raise the popularity of those brands that you're wearing. Um, and so you had this mission that you have to, like, sort of... Um, you have to command the view at Scramble Crossing, and you find this guy this uh, NPC who is like peddling these pins that no one's buying. Um, and you hear that there's going to, they're going to show a, a big comer- They're going to show a commercial. Um, and so you figure out, Oh, we got to have people to look at this commercial. And you do that right. is by wearing the, wearing that pin in battle, which it has no actual battle effect. So basically you have to give up a pin slot in battle. Oh, um, that's interesting. And you just have to fight battles until the brand of the pin like raises. Um, okay. And so that guy, he, in the second week, like, you end up crossing crossing paths with him again, and be- he becomes, like, a total uh, scuzzball. Like, his hair is all <laughs> slicked back, and he's wearing, he's not wearing, he's, he's just wearing, like, a, a vest with rolled up sleeves, um, and he's, he's got this, like, ramen chop that's evil or something, um, and he's got like a like a whole character arc um, that you have to like eventually. I think through week he's the in there through week three, and you eventually oh my gosh eventually like show him like through your actions he he learns the error of his ways and how he would how he had become a sellout. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it was he's like a major character in the game, um, and yeah, he just that's he, he not what I was expecting. No, yeah. Um. So, but also in that moment, when you when you finish that first mission, there's no huge snake dragon that comes out of the TV. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least to my to my memory, that's I actually don't know if that happened. I don't remember it happening, and I feel like <laughs> I had played it recently enough that I would remember it happening. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't. And and there's also a hint. That in that like when that happens, that Joshua sort of he's there and makes it go away. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is also weird because they never, you know, they they don't actually they don't really Follow bring up that up it. again. Yeah. Um. So Kitani Kitaniji, who is like the the sunglasses guy we referred to earlier, makes Neku play the game again, and he forces the the game master who is uh konishi um so she 
they make them give these pins up or they they activate the powers of this pin to everyone and it like turns them into turns them hyper strong but also like kind of makes them into zombies, you know basically. shells of themselves like yeah, zombies afterwards um and she's like not happy about it she's not happy about this being the um she's not happy about it uh and so she like gives you this mission. How did you play this in the game where it's seven days and you have to find her and come to find out it's brilliant. Uh, she's in your shadow, but like, how do you yeah. find her? How does that I play mean, out? It's it's just sort of like a cutscene that, that um, you're basically like Minami Moto basically tells you at the end of the week as, as happens the way it works in the game is that, um, like, you sort of wake up and Beat's like, hey, let's go check out this place. Uh, and so you kind of have um, a... There are basically walls blocking off all the other routes, and so you sort of have... You have a mostly only the one path to go on that day. Right. Okay. And um, so, yeah, you're not, you're not really going after... Um, missions it's just you're you're sort of going after where like beat or through their conversations where they're deciding to go that day and then you know stuff happens and the, the day ends and they wake up the next day and they're like oh, oh no another day has gone by and we still haven't found her yeah um and then so all throughout this also there's Hanakoma who is this guy who like fixes your phone at some point and lets you take pictures with it and lets you see the past. That was weird and cool. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that was in the game. Um, yes. But uh, I want to know like, is it more clear in the game what the Hanakoma and Joshua relationship is? Because it's revealed that Joshua is the actual composer of all of this. Yeah. And yeah, he, he's basically God. He's basically God slash the bad guy. But also it reveals that Hanakoma is actually has like angel wings. Yeah. And so yeah. like is is Joshua the devil and Hanakoma's God? Is that no, more Hanakoma clearly explained? Is, he's, Hanakoma is just an angel. Okay. Uh, one of, of many. It's So there's like a whole... After you beat the game you can go back and replay days like on higher difficulties to get other pins and stuff and you can also there are like specific um conditions that you can meet that will let you unlock like Hanakoma's secret reports uh that sort of give it it's his him the giving love um, secret reports does. him giving like a nar- a narrative of what is happening and like the background information that he knows, um, so he he like he knows what's going on the whole time, and he like he appears at important times to help Neku out. Um, he's he's. I feel like he's given a lot more prominence in the game. Um, yeah, because he wasn't given much in the show. No, and I was right. kind of confused a little bit. Um, yeah, and there's also like. That it's made more a, a, a bigger of a deal that like Neku's instant sort of connection with him and how he clearly admires him, 
yeah. then it turns out that he is the street artist that that Neku really likes, and um, so yeah, it's sort of a it's they do like they do go into that, but I feel like you don't really have that uh, that you don't have an, uh, as much of an attachment with Hanakoma the char- the character in the show as you do in the game. So the fact that Neku is troubled by it doesn't really um, it doesn't really like mean a whole lot. Um, right. But yeah, he's he's a lot more. He's, he's a lot given a lot more prominence. Um, there's also this whole other story of how. <laughs> so at the end of the game, like Minamimoto shows back up, and right. it's because y- you learn that. I guess you learn this in the show too. It's it's yeah. told differently in the show that. Um, Hanakoma. Hanakoma, back. Hanakoma showed uh, Minamimoto how to make taboo noise. Um, and he also set up the the big uh, thing to bring, um, or at least he he fixed. Uh, like he didn't directly bring him back, but like he showed Minamimoto how to do it, and then he went and and checked Minamimoto's work to make sure that it, that it was going to work right, uh, and he fixed it so so that he could come back. Um, and then there's this whole like other there's this weird in the game there's this thing it's called like another day uh and it's basically this alternate universe timeline um that you can go to where it's not really about fighting noise it's about playing tin pin slammer which is was unfortunately not in the show at all but it was basically this beyblade game that people played (gasps) with pins what Um, yo yeah is this Uh, in the new game no, it's not, unfortunately. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it's a big... Zero out of ten. Because it was really fun to <laughs> Throw do. Throw it out. Uh, yeah, and there's, like, this whole storyline of, like... I think it's, like, three days or so that you go through where you're going through this Tin Pin Slammer tournament. And I think you also have to fight noise, maybe. Uh, but you learn that, like, Hanakoma, after he did this thing to bring back uh, Minamimoto, he became a fallen angel and he went into this other timeline to hide. Um, <laughs> and in the game, you can actually fight Hanakoma, but you're fighting the other timeline version of him. Uh, it's really weird. Huh. Very strange stuff. <sighs> All right. I mean, it, it was a great anime. Yeah. I loved it. A lot of emotions. At the end of the day, Neku, Beat, and Rhyme... And Shiki get together, and uh, <laughs> and I cry. The, oh my gosh, what are their two names? I actually really liked them, and I was really sad when they got erased. Yeah. and I texted Seth, Oh no, oh, yeah. one of them is now, now, like and Shota, I believe, and Shota. Yeah, I was so bummed because <laughs> I re now and Sota, I really liked Sota. them. Yeah, uh. And That's the thing that I think is a huge strength of, like, at least for the anime. I don't, I won't say how it was for the game, but, like, the emotional storytelling is, like, hits really hard. And, like, it's those scenes that are my favorite out of the whole show. Right. Is that, like, like I, I love the show visually and I like what they did with the CG animation for the, for the noise monsters um, and, like, combat and stuff. But, like... What I was waiting for every single episode was the next, like, emotional reveal or, like, dig in, you know? Um, 
And I think that's what makes the ending really satisfying for me. And like the end of each week and the start of each new week, just that more intense and like I I need to see more, you know? I'm that's also what hooked me. I'm also a real big sucker for an anime or a video game where at the end of it you beat bad guys and in their final moments they give you stuff to help you defeat the final boss. Yeah. <laughs> or find the final boss. And did that that was that kind of the same in the game, Seth? Because that I was loving that. What do you like, mean? Like they so they beat the vocalist guy and he gives them the one pin to find. Yeah, yeah. So like um, they so keep giving was, him li- little stuff th- to help him. Yeah, that did happen uh, in the game. The yeah, triple seven was that guy's name. He's he's a lot of yeah. fun. It was really sad when he dies. Oh, um, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. All that stuff. Have, it's it's really interesting God, because they show all of his bandmates that died. Yeah, yeah it was real sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think they. I think they come back to life. I don't know. They did. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Didn't. I think I think Joshua brought everyone back. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like all they, all of those important moments that were in there were in the game. Um, and yeah, it's it was fun like getting to know those characters and and fi- and realizing that they're just like people doing a job uh which is which right. is an, an always an interesting thing like like figuring out how reaper society worked cuz they seem to just be like regular dudes who who right. live in society and but also on the side they help run the reaper's game um and also how is that a job because at one point uh uh, what's her face? The, the the Reaper girl was surprised that they've they've run three three weeks in a row, right? Uh, as if that's not normal. It's like, so what do you normally do? Uh, <laughs> do they have day jobs? We know that Triple Seven and his band is a band, are a band. right? Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like that's questions that that just go unanswered but are interesting. Uh, and so you can kind of you can kind of understand that like uh, in those moments when these people who are supposed to be your enemies are helping you out. They're just like, you know, it's just people that are trying to do, they're just trying to work. Right. They don't actually have like a whole lot, uh, like this super great investment on what the outcome of the game is, as long as they're uh, putting in the hours and getting paid. Um yeah, it's interesting, and and also them like juxtaposed against the super, way out there characters, um, who are just weirdos or who want to control the world. Um, yeah, there's a whole it's there's a whole assortment. I'm really excited to get get more into Neo. The world ends with you, and see inter- how these. And so, compare the. The game in Neo is drastically different, like the the Reapers game is is drastically different than it is in the original. And there are some times that they talk about that. Uh, but the way that the Reapers work seems to also be different too, um, because it doesn't it doesn't seem like they exist in in the real ground in in this game. So I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. 
Um, like you say, you're only like 30% of the way through it, right? Yeah. And you think yep. you've seen Neku, but you don't know if you've seen anyone else. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty positive that all of like the main cast are going to show up at one point. Um, there is a character who you've seen the back of that I think could be Rhyme. Uh, but again, not Ooh. not totally sure about that. Um, yeah, I haven't gotten done much progress on it because uh, you'll you'll find you'll come to it eventually in the first week. There's a new like in one of the days it's called like uh, um, what is it called like Shibuya Slam or Shibuya Scramble or something like that, where you have to uh, like you have to take control of the different regions and beat the other teams. Um, and it sort of, it introduces this new mechanic where are, where there are these sp- specific type of noise that if you fight, when you fight them, like you get a certain score. Um, in, 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 and it, at the beginning of those missions, they're like, hey, if you finish this mission with this amount of score, you will get this pin that you can't get anywhere else um and so you learn that the best way to do this is to chain as many battles as you can with these other noise and to try and rack up points uh and so i am doing that in the second week and of course now i have the ability to chain up to 10 battles and it's just really kicking my butt that i get to like the eight or ninth chain in in the eight or ninth battle one of these and i have all these points racked up and then i die and i'm like ah and I can't. I just can't bring myself to just go, like just continue playing, um, and only do the story because like I want those points. Cause I gotta have yeah. that pin. And so it's been frustrating, and that's why I have not played much of the game in the past week, and thus made no progress. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna let that hold me back. <laughs> but I'm. So I, a fun. I might. We'll see. A fun thing about now and Sota. So you first. You first come across in the game. You first come across them at a tin pin slammer tournament. Um, <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, like so, you like enter a building where the tournament is happening, and it's one of the buildings that where the dead people in the underground can interact with living people in real life. And so, like they're alive when you first interact with them at this tournament, and then like oh. the next week they show up in the game and they're dead, oh. and it's like oh, oh my god. That's so sad. Uh, oh my <laughs> These gosh! These people were alive a week ago. Oh, I know shoot. that's that's rough. Oh, that's a bummer. Yep. Uh. Yeah. All you guys right, want to well, know what happens in the extra content in the Switch game? So I I guess I need to. Yeah. Like quick summary. Maybe. Yeah. Quick well, summary. Okay. As far as I am, it has not happened. Like, none of the stuff has really been brought up. One of the things is, like... So we knew from the the beginning trailers that Minamimoto was back. Uh, and at the end of... Uh, like, he does get revived in the original game, but then you fight him again. Um, and he eventually dies. he gets destroyed by the composer, who is Joshua. And he just dies. Yeah, um, he has all those, but we like, learn... Like, in the original trailer... Yeah, in the original trailer for Neo, like he was alive and a playable character. Um, so the Which is weird. The premise of 
the un, I think it's called like a new day. Did I say that? the the other yeah, one? You said that earlier. So this one is called a new day, I think. Uh, and the the alternate timeline one in the original game is called another day, I think. Oh, um, that's <laughs> yeah, that's it's not confusing. confusing at all. I imagine it wasn't confusing when they originally did, and they didn't have this other content in it. Um, so, like, Neku and Beat wake up in the underground again. Like, this is after the end of the game, and they're like, what's going on? And they're trying to... And they're getting these, like, weird missions, and there's this this girl who keeps showing up um, who they don't know who she is, and she's just... She's really weird. I forget what her name is. Um, but it turns out, like, she's a reaper. And she has some, like, understanding of the world being in danger or something. Hmm. And she, she's, like, super powerful because she's created this gigantic noise that is the entirety of the Shibuya that you're playing this the oh. three days of this game in. Um, and of course, you eventually beat her. Well, yeah, and naturally. you get um, you get something. I forget if it's like you, if this happens immediately, or you get as vision. I think it. What happens is that like Shinjuku's is Shinjuku is destroyed, which is another like um, it's a different province. part of Tokyo. Um, yeah, province might not be like the it's right just word, but. right. I it's just like destroyed. I don't. Well, I don't know if it's the underground part of it is destroyed, or like the whole thing, like all of it. Because so the the whole premise of the game that in the original that you're playing is Joshua has set as he's decided that he wants to destroy Shibuya, and he's <laughs> created this game to kind of test whether or not it should it deserves to be around. Um, right. And, like, you find out that all, like, Shinjuku has has been destroyed. Um, and it seems like this Reaper girl is trying to prepare Neku or do something so he, he'll he be able to, to, whatever destroyed Shinjuku is coming to Shibuya, and he's, like, meant to stop it. Um, but then I forget exactly what happens, but at the end of it, like, Joshua just straight up kills Neku again. <laughs> and he's just dead. So. <laughs> okay. So the yeah. ending scene of the anime with everyone reuniting, does that not happen in the game at all? That does happen. Um, but this is but, the extra is, content that came out with the right, Switch. Right, this happens after that. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Listen, it's because Joshua loves Neku secretly. Yes. That's the right. So the tension through, was there through the whole through the whole thing. Neku is getting these visions of like a city being destroyed, and of this girl who is in the new game, and so they obviously obviously has some kind of connection. Um, Coco is the name of the the Reaper. Yeah, they come back to the real world. Uh, Neku and Beat discuss what to do with Coco. Oh, Coco shoots Neku. Um, Joshua appears to shoot Coco, but it's too late to save Neku. Okay, so Joshua doesn't kill her, but Neku does die. Um, and is, is killed by Coco. 
Coco leaves, and then she resurrects Mina Mimoto because he says because she says that Neku's gonna need a partner for for the ne- for the next game. So that's why Mina Mimoto exists. Yeah, it's really it's really weird, but yeah, it just ends up with Neku dying again. It's very bizarre. Yeah, seems to under underwrite uh, everything that happened in the first game. We'll see yeah. what happens with this game. We'll see what happens because we don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But I'm gonna work hard to beat it, and we like hopefully. Uh, I hopefully we'll be able to talk about it in full like this in two weeks or so, um, maybe three. So look forward to that show. Um, but, uh, I think that is a good point to take a break and we'll be back with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's... Let's talk about some stuff. First off, uh, big important news to me. Uh, I got real sad this week because there was an that's announcement. It, that's that the news. There was a now. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's normal news. Uh, um, not to bring that mood down, uh, but there was a AAA canceled Power Rangers game. Um, All right, the, it, it was wasn't called canceled. It was just well, the idea was discussed, the but it never right. Right. So it's it not act like there was a game in development here. It was concept I, art. I know, but it's good concept art. It's so good. Uh, it, it was called Project Nomad, and it it was supposed to be apparently like a Gotham Knights style game. Uh, five years prior. Five years prior. <laughs> before, like to that Gotham even got Knights. announced. Uh, so at, the, at sh- the time, we're like Arkham City. Type right. Game. But with co-op. <laughs> and they had a couple different generations of Rangers shown off in it. They had... Yeah, uh, all with super sick uh, uh, so updated sick. costumes. Yeah. So good looking. The they were alien. Like, yeah, they were like sort of akin to what was in the most recent live action movie, but also more in line with their original designs. Right. It's a really good middle ground. Yeah, they're so cool looking. They had the Alien Rangers of Aquatar. Uh, Gold Ranger. uh, Yep, they had the Zeo Gold Ranger. Gosh. Um, And they they had Ninjor in there. Uh, Oh my gosh, Ninjor. That was like... Goldar. That would have been amazing. Um, and they even have the yellow light speed rain, one of the light speed rangers up there. Uh, uh, this is where people listening to the show <laughs> learn that David knows entirely too much about power rangers. Uh, if it makes uh, you feel any better about this, I spent the entirety of, I think it was Monday just looking up all the different power ranger teams. <laughs> Cause I'm going to start reading the comics for it soon. And I was just yeah. like, you know. 
I just want to see how many there are. Oh, I've read. That took all day. I've read tons like of wikis. Yeah. Listened to. <laughs> I've watched a lot. It's terrible. Yeah. But great. Um, Beast Morphers is a solid season, by the way, for anyone. If you, it's the one previous to this current one. I haven't watched any of the current Rangers. Um, but I've been watching a lot of Super Sentai lately, actually, and Common Rider. I haven't watched any of the Super Sentai. I feel like I should. But, you should. Um, it somehow has a bigger budget, some, ever so slightly, <laughs> than Power Rangers, but it has so much charm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really bummed that this game never happened. Um, the The guy that released some of the art said there's a lot more that he had he can only show at a later time yeah uh so hopefully i mean i still want i want to see the art for this uh because it was real good um yeah power rangers video game give me just give that to me just as a treat i deserve it i I want it i want it give it to me yeah um at one point power rangers was on nickelodeon yeah. Uh, so put them in that Nickelodeon fighting game somehow. Mm, Yo. Yeah. Or wait, was it was it Power Rangers was on Nickelodeon was on or was Fox. it Beetleborgs? Mm. I think at one point Power Rangers was on Nickelodeon because there was a point where they got passed around. Yeah. Between Fox and Disney, and they ended up at Disney, and then now they're owned by Bandai, which is weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think there's a point where they were on Nickelodeon. I could be wrong, though. But you're right with Fox. Um, but Honestly, somehow... Though, Beetleborgs would be a cooler pull to put in that game. Yeah. I guess. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it It would just be... It, it would be more interesting. Listen, are I you not interested in playing as one of three typical average kids who find a haunted mansion... Go inside, free a ghost, and now they're Beetleborgs? now they're Beetleborgs. I had a, like, I had a Beetleborgs you know? comic, and I don't know how. I don't know how I came into possession of it, but I remember it. Wait, you have a Beetleborgs comic? Yes. Okay. That's the only thing what? I know about the freaking series. This is, this is what I want, secretly. Make just a Sentai fighting game with all of... All or like of, a tactics game. exist? Well, no, no, no. So Battle for the Grid is very grid. limited. No, no, I'm talking about like one that like includes VR troopers and Beetleborgs. Uh, I don't know they could do that. I would love a Common Rider crossover game with a with like Super Sentai. Yeah, like that's how you do it. Yeah, do all of them. Find a way. God, that's over like like this year is Common Riders. I think fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, it's long running. <laughs> There's a Sentai ton of characters just to pull as long from. running, yeah. Um, yeah, it's legit. It'd be so cool, though. <sighs> Give me that game. Find a way. Um, we already mentioned PUBG BG. Uh, Xbox announced that they're going to have a Gamescom showing on August 24th. Mm, woo! Uh, do you think that we get the Halo release date at this? No. I would hope so, but yeah, I'm going to go with no. They said it's only updates of games they've already announced. So Halo Infinite is a game they've already Halo announced. Halo Infinite is a game they've already announced. Uh, Where was Hollow Knight Silk Song announced? Nowhere. Well, it has been announced, sorry. It, has, it just wasn't revealed. Yeah, Hollow okay. Knight Silk Song's never coming. 
I'm I'm past hope. Uh, I'm trying to see when Jeff Cayley's uh, Gamescom extravaganza is. Uh, One Night Live, is that what it's called? Um, to see if it's close to the 24th. You know who um, should be in that Nickelodeon game? Olmec. Oh, okay. Yeah, Olmec should be in it. If if not as a fighter, as a background. A stage. Yeah, stage. They should have a Legends of the Hidden Temple stage. For sure. Yes. And the and the for guts sure. aggro crag yes. stage. The aggro crag. Um figure it out stage. The a double stage. A double dare stage where they slip and slide on the slime. Um really we're making a better game than they're gonna make. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so Jeff Cayley's thing is also on August 24th. Hmm. So that's just going to be a big... Big news day. Big news day in two weeks. That is on a Tuesday. Thanks, Gamescom and One Night Live for making it easy for us to cover <laughs> your event. We appreciate it. Um, uh, let's see. What do you think... Do you think there will be... What updates do you think might be at this, Seth? If not Halo? Because the thing is... I don't know. What else have they announced that they would need to update us on? They've given release dates for everything. Uh, That's the only thing. It could just be like general like gameplay reveals or stuff like that. For some of the E3 announcements, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Probably more new games coming to Game Pass. You do love to see that. You do. Absolutely. Um, uh so I don't know if you saw this in the news, Seth. Uh, Apex Legends, uh, Ryan Rigney, director of communications, was in a Reddit thread talking about how crossplay is a development nightmare for them, but they do foresee it coming in 2022. Uh, Interesting. So there you go. Crossplay also denotes the possibility of cross. Progression. Progression. But I don't Look, think that's going to happen. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Honestly, but, I don't, I'm real. It's not really that big of a deal for me because I'll probably only ever play it on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, that Switch version was real bad. Uh, and did you, have you tried it on Switch, Seth? No. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Uh, you're good. <sighs> All right. Then we got the Indie World Showcase. Um, today. Th- th- uh, today. There's a lot of stuff announced at this. Um, let's talk about some of our favorite stuff because I feel like there's a lot of stuff in here that also is kind of meh, but it's that's how Indie World Showcases can be. Um, let's talk I about the. It was, I thought it was mostly a bunch of really cool looking things. Yeah. Yeah, it was mostly really cool. The thing is, there was one game that truly stood out as the front runner, and that is uh, Toem, a photo, a photo adventure, where you yeah, play as, really as the sheep that takes pictures in a ha- hand-drawn Sc- black-and-white world. Yep, Scandinavian yeah, cool. countryside-inspired. Like, and it's, it's neat because it's like isometric view, but then you have a camera that you take pictures of things and everything's in full 3d when you're in the camera right. mode. yeah that was really neat yeah oh it looks fantastic it looks so fantastic and it looks so peaceful and wholesome 
it reminds me a lot of a short hike, but you can take pictures. Yeah. Um, if if seriously, Seth and Forrest, a short hike is like a forty five minute long to an hour game. It is one of my favorite experiences I've ever had. I feel like you make this plea to us like once every three months. I know, and it's so good. Is it on Game Pass? I don't no. know. <sighs> but it's cheap on Switch, so. I mean, I want, literally own I'll look into it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, was there anything that... Because uh, I don't want to take it up with what I was interested in too much. Um, what Besides Garden Story uh, being available today, which I thought was very interesting, what uh, did you guys think was cool? Uh, I'm always excited for more Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. I think the game looks so yep. cool, and I'm glad we get basically another Jet Set Radio. Um, but the big two standouts for me was Necro Barista um, and Axiom Verge 2 because I totally forgot about Axiom Verge, which, like, the original one blew up, uh, I, I feel, um, because it came out at a time where no big developers were making metroidvanias really and axiom verge was the best of the genre being released at the time so it, i'm glad that that game is at least getting a sequel i can't remember if it's actually come out on other platforms already but because like i just completely forgot about it um so i'm glad that it's coming back uh but yeah that's it for me those three Seth, I, Metal I Slug think, Tactics. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, am, am I wrong? Did they say that Axiom Verge is actually a prequel? Like this, Yes, the they said one? that was a prequel. Ah. Okay. I thought I remember them saying that because it's a game I'm, I think looks cool, but I never played the first one. But since I know it's a prequel, I will probably play it then. There you go. Um, so I think the... Uh, Loop Hero, I was very excited that they announced it's coming to Switch yes, um, this holiday. Too. It's previously only been on PC. Um, it's a game that I have heard good things about, um, and it seems like a game that I would really enjoy, but um, just don't really have a... didn't have a, a device with which I could play it on. Um, or rather, which one one that I would play on. So I'm glad that's coming out. Um, Boyfriend Dungeon was a game that I had completely forgot about. Yeah. Uh, that's out today now. Um, but it's also on Game Pass, so I'll probably get it on there. Uh, I thought Islanders looked neat. Um, it's a game that I've, I definitely have seen before. I don't remember where, but I remember seeing it and be like, hmm, that looks, that looks like a game I would enjoy. Was that the one where you like, just like, it's a city builder on an island? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you go ahead. That one looked interesting. I, I don't know if it was... Uh, I don't know if it was going to like really, you know, get me there. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, it's only $5. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, of course, Metal Slug Tactics, I, I think... I will be interested in, but that's not coming out till next year. And the other thing, uh, obviously, Eastward was the kind of 
there are one more thing at the end that's coming out later this year. Oh yeah. Um, it looks it looks very interesting. Still don't know much of what the game is, but it's got really good pixel art. Um, yeah. Cool. It at least looks uh, like my thing. Tunes. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a game that I'm going to play. So. Um, it was cool to see a little bit more of that. But uh, I, I think all the stuff that they showed was pretty strong. Um, yep, some other games other games that came out today that look fun. Uh, there's just some bear game that looked cool. <laughs> the Lumberjack? Yeah. 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 That, I'm sad that's 2022. Uh, when they showed that, I was like, this looks real interesting. Yeah. And then I noticed <laughs> the date was 2022. Yep. I was like, dang it. Uh, I I really think that there's a lot of cool indie stuff coming. Uh, there's also a lot of stuff that I think is so curious, like Slime Ranchers coming today to the Switch. That's a game that I have previously on the show said perplexes me. <laughs> you know, my nephew, our nephew plays it, uh, and it's just like putting slimes in cages and they grow. It's a very weird game. There's a there's a clip it's in the weird. trailer for it where the player like throws the slime into like a basketball hoop. Yes. And I'm like, what is the point? There's not really like, a there's point. Like, you just kind of grow the slimes. I just it's, a lot of people I wanna like know it. if there's a I just want to know if there's an in-game explanation for why you have to shoot hoops with slime at some point. Uh, it's I want fun. less it's slime funny. rancher and more monster rancher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you and a bunch of other people. Um, there's a weird, like, winemaking sim game that looked yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, that's holiday 2021. Like, I wonder how much the weather is going to play into that and, like, the strategy of different... Yeah. That seemed like something stupid I would really like with too much knowledge of something that I would really like. Because I got really, that's why I got really into Stardew Valley was like strategizing farm stuff uh, for certain days and timing and stuff. So maybe, maybe 100 days winemaking strategy, whatever it's called, um, that's coming out this holiday. Um, Obviously, and though, there is the big, um, anytime that an indie showcase shows up, there there are two big, big titles out there that people are anticipating that continue to be no-shows in Silksong and Sports Story, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, it hurts so bad. It really hurts. Like, it's emotionally devastating. And at this point, I think maybe Hollow Knight Silksong just is going to be in a normal direct. Like, it's it's outgrown the indie direct. Maybe. Because Hollow Knight was, like, one of... Like, it was up there in all these Game of the Year stuff. So, I don't know. And Sports Story is so special. I... Wasn't Metal Slug... Ta- they talked about it in this, like, it was almost a fresh reveal. But wasn't this in the Nintendo showcase at e3 yeah i don't know that it had a date it was e3 though oh okay it was at something in e3 yeah it was at it was at one of them yeah um i I don't think it was i think the news here was that it was coming to switch 
Oh, it was during the Jeff Cayley thing. Yeah. And they didn't announce any consoles. Yeah. Okay. And there was a... Okay, okay. All right. That game looks cool, but the problem is uh, Advance Wars is coming out. Yeah. Uh, so it's it needs to give me some space between those two, because uh, I'm just going to play Advance Wars, and that will sate my craving for that sort of game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're different. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I I made this point in the Discord earlier. I like get that they're that different. F- it's like saying Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy Tactics are the same type of game. <laughs> I guess on like a very very far out level, you could make that argument. That is the exact comparison I made earlier today. Listen, <laughs> I am I don't have much room in my life for tactics games, so I'm going to be playing Digimon Survive next year and Advance Wars and. <laughs> I know that Digimon Survive is coming out next year. I you can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. It has to come out. It literally uh, has to. <laughs> um, same with no Sports Story and Hollow Knight Silk Song. Because <laughs> um, I've given up hope on this year. <laughs> so, uh, you know. You hate to see yeah. such a bright that's, soul. Maybe that's why I was playing light. the Halo 5 multiplayer, because I just know <laughs> I, the chances of me getting the Halo Infinite Don't multiplayer. Say, do not say that. Is, uh, Stop right there. But, you know, uh, a lot of the stuff in this look cool. It's very nice to get a Indie Direct or Indie World Showcase since, um, you know, who knows when the next Direct is going to be. Uh I imagine they have to show the last Smash character before the end of the year. Um, so it's got to be at some point uh, coming up. But, you know, it's probably not going till September, October. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Mm, that's tough. It's hard to imagine them having another Direct this year without showing the Smash character. But I could also envision a world where they do the smash character on its own yeah 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 it's that's that's the thing is if there's a direct there's going to be a smash character but there also could just be a smash character on its own um you know they don't they're not mutually exclusive but one of those is going to happen uh because they got to pump up the they'll they'll do the cycle where they need to pump they want people to buy smash that haven't bought Smash with their new Switch OLEDs. So they're gonna they're gonna get the interest back up for holiday slash switch OLED yeah. for Smash with the final character. And maybe they'll do a package with all the characters, like Smash Ultimate Ultimate, Ultimate. Edition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or or maybe Smash something Ultimate like P B G. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh so man. I saw some speculation the other day that they want another Pokemon or that's people on Twitter were saying Cinderace might be the final fighter, which I actually would be all for. I just had, would that would be, I know it would make people mad. Down. I just had the idea like two minutes ago that they could do a new Pokemon trainer character, but it's like the gen four one. <laughs> no, that would, I would be true. I know it would be, would it be. would be angering, but if it if the, that final character is going to come out within like winter or like beginning what of next about year, a Pokemon trainer, 
But with every it's Pokemon N from except Gen it has every Pokemon except the ones that are already in the game. <laughs> that's but it's all randomized. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um they would have to create hundreds of there, moves. <laughs> there's a lot of I've done what I can to stop following uh, leakers and stuff because it gets my hopes up. Yeah. Well, I don't the, I don't think I I'm pretty sure most of the leaking has has come to a halt. Well, the there's been some latest ones where they're saying that uh that you know, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons is definitely coming. Uh, it was supposed to be by next year, but that the, it's actually getting moved up. And I... Uh, just please, God. Please, I mean, sweet that, baby that Jesus. seems like a thing that would make sense. I mean, we also had the, the news recently that um, it seems like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is far in development. And yeah, yeah, I saw that. Been, was <laughs> that was a surprise. been revealed... At E3. Yeah, uh, that's... I yeah. did see that. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows with Nintendo? They always got stuff in the works. Yeah. Um, but that should, it should... Back to the Smash. Any character, it doesn't matter what it is, is going to be a disappointment. Oh, yeah. It's just how it's going to be. Unless it's the boy set out to unite the world, and that's Sora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people will be mad if it's Sora, but... We won't. He'll heal it through the power of friendship. Yeah. Because uh, we know he won't heal it through the power of uh, Donald's magic. Right. Or family, because that's Dominic Toretto. Yeah. Yes. And if he was the character, mm, <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I, uh, I would be, be. Yeah, I don't think I would have the capacity for any emotion <laughs> if I saw that. Outside of uh, love surprise. for my family, yeah, you're right, yeah, That's and just like <laughs> just feel a strong sense of uh, familial love, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Smash they've got a they've got to ramp up a little bit of a news cycle around. God, I looked at the date; the, it's literally mid August, and did you? We all got pre orders for the OLED, right? Forrest didn't. No. But Seth did, right? Yes. Okay, so we're getting OLEDs with our Metroid Dreads day one. Uh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, so, you got the white one, right, Seth? Yeah. Whites only. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but continue <laughs> what you were that. going to say. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, Dominic Toretto's gimmick would be that he is stronger depending on how many people are in the room that you consider family. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Or that, and he's actually more built for team battles because the people on his team uh, is his family. Yeah. So he gets uh, stronger. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. That's good. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, was there any news that I possibly missed? There wasn't much this past week. Nintendo threw us a real bone by having an Indie World showcase. Yeah. Um, so, was there anything I might have missed, Seth? Uh, might have, but nothing that I'm aware of. All right, Forrest? Oh, wait. Um, oh, yes, oh. obviously. 
Idris Elba is Knuckles. Oh, oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Knock, How knock did it's I forget Knuckles. That? It Our just movie update. Yesterday. We yeah. haven't had a movie update in a while. It's true. It's Knuckles, baby. We've run out of Borderlands information. And, and unlike yeah. Sonic, he doesn't chuckle. He does not <laughs> chuckle. He would rather flex his muscles. Yes. This is this is known fact about Knuckles. Can we get He's him? hard as nails, and it ain't hard to tell. <laughs> oh, okay. He'll break them down whether they're <laughs> solid or frail. All right. Can we get Idris Elba doing both the Knuckles rap and the Pumpkin Hill rap? Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. Perfect. It'd be the best. I love that Reality. the whole world has been asking for Idris Elba to be Doctor Who and James Bond. Yeah. And now this man is Knuckles. Knuckles. And I'm just, I'm here for that. What a fantastic resume he has. Of Of the three, if there's a role you'd pick, it's Knuckles. Let's yeah. all be real. Honestly, if you have those three contracts sitting in front of you and you are Idris Elba, you go with Knuckles. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to. He's he's beloved. <laughs> Everyone that picks up Sonic mainly cares that they can play as Knuckles. I can't disagree on that. Because as a kid, I love playing as Knuckles. Exactly. That's what you went for. <laughs> yeah. You don't go for Tails. No. You go for Knuckles. Knuckles and Shadow. Those are my top two. <laughs> That's bizarre. Yeah, I, but independent we know I'm a bizarre magical fella. emerald holder. He'll give you the coldest <laughs> shoulder. His spikes go through boulders. That's why he stays a loner. I mean, it's, you know. How can't you love the guy? He's amazing. He's great. Put Knuckles into Smash as the final yes. character. Honestly? Uh, and have him voiced by Idris Elba. <laughs> yes. Ugh. And then take that opportunity to add like the weird, the weird movie Sonic and the normal movie Sonic as skins for Sonic. Please, please. Whenever they, whenever they make Shadow, I hope they give him the the weird Sonic face. The teeth, the teeth. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, mm, you love it. All right. Well, I love talking to you guys. I love everyone listening to this and I appreciate you listening and sharing the show with your friends. And with that, we will talk at you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye.